I have something I want to tell you. <laughs> I'm not like other guys. <laughs> but you knew that already. Always a good time to hear little Michael Jackson's thriller. It's the perfect month for that, no matter what horror movie theme we're talking about. But welcome. This is the Fright Club podcast. I'm Hope Madden. And I'm George Wolf, and we're from MadWolf.com. And we are back doing Fright Club live at the Gateway Film Center on High Street in Columbus, Ohio, in front of a great crowd, as we always have. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. And actually, I was thinking of for the, for the um, category mm-hmm. this month, I was trying to think of a better song. But then the other reason we're playing this is because I don't know if you heard about this, but the guy that wrote that song, Rod Teverton, he just died like a week ago. And he wrote all kinds of songs. Not only that, but he wrote Rock With You, a bunch of songs from Michael Jackson. And he uh, started back in uh, back in my day. He was with a, a disco group called Heat Wave, and uh, so we thought we'd give him a little bit of little bit of uh, homage there by playing Thriller. And of course, you just love to see Thriller. I do love to see Thriller, um, and um, I love this video. And uh, if, I may have mentioned you may have heard me say this before. So I thought that I liked Michael Jackson when I was a little kid, like I had posters, and I thought that I loved Michael Jackson until I saw this video, and I'm like, no, that's the one I like. I had the biggest crush. On Zombie Michael Jackson. I can't even tell you. I was madly in love with Zombie Michael Jackson. And my friend Jenny Brickner had the VHS tape, The Making of Michael Jackson's Thriller, when we were little. And um, I have a twin sister, Joy. Hope and Joy. Go ahead, laugh. And uh, Joy and I would go to Jenny Brickner's house, and we would watch the tape of The Making of Michael Jackson's Thriller, and we would scream. They would go, a diggity, diggity, diggity. But we'd go, ah! We would scream and scream. And, and while this, that's my childhood, and while while this was going on at the same time, I was in a college dorm hitting a ball, <laughs> and probably thinking to myself, you know what, dude, your future wife is screaming right now as a little girl at Michael Jackson's Thriller video, and then I felt like a big perv and hit the bong again. <laughs> so that's my Michael Jackson Thriller story, which is another heartwarming reason. That we wanted to play this video, but uh, actually the the theme this week we're going to talk about zombie comedies. But before we get to that, and we're going to watch one, of course, tonight as we always do for Fright Club Live. A a monumental event happened in our in our life this past week, and I think in the lives of a couple of you, we saw the Greasy Strangler, and um, boy. There's, it was life-changing. It was life-changing. It's a capital WTF yeah, it is. for this movie. If you haven't seen it, you know what? Just do. Just do it. Um, Just do it. I couldn't. I was telling Brandon, I really, I'm glad you actually wrote the review for it on our website, madwolf.com, because um, <laughs> I couldn't, I probably couldn't figure out if I even, what rating was I going to give it? I don't know. I have no idea. So I'm glad you had a more concrete. I was concrete. less conflicted. I loved it. I loved it. I think I, I did because I sure quoted it all weekend. D- all weekend. All weekend. I mean, Portito, he kept it's, saying. Portito. It's so nuts. It's so nuts. You must have three drinks. Do, <laughs> do yourself a favor and see it. But You'll be shit scared. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to stop it. But stop it. You, you have to You're see giving it away. It's, you have to see it's this movie. It's so crazy. And, if, and especially if you like Merkins. <laughs> you know what a Merkin is? Look it up. There's plenty of Merkins in, uh, in Greasy Strangler. That's a selling point. <laughs> it's Merkintastic. <laughs> But uh, we did get some great feedback last week, and now I forget what the what the theme was last week. It was marital discord, you jackass. Just kidding. It was all Not that there's the any plan. in this podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was marital discord. We did. In fact, John Dean, who's here tonight, he... It was a two weeks in a row John Dean's been unhappy with our list. Well, it's because he, he said that... Uh, he said that we should have The Shining, but really, we could have The Shining just about every week, really. 
And we try to, and then Knack-Mack bitches at us. So yeah. there's no pleasing you people. <laughs> there's not. But, and then uh, Dark Dave pointed out, and uh, on the one hand, I want to go, you know, it's true. So the whole movie is built on marital discord. He wanted to see the dentist. But Ooh. the dentist sucks so bad that I really would have had to dug deep to, uh, I mean, the there really, really would have had to be nothing else worth watching for that to be on there. And why is the dentist worth watching? Mark Ruffalo. Two-time Oscar nominee Mark Ruffalo stars in The Dentist. He wears like a pink cardigan. He's yeah. actually not. He's great. And, That's and the then thing. It's all funny. All of a sudden, you're like acting. I know. What the hell. When you but. see when you see that scene come up, it's like you know Meryl Streep just wandered into a Mexican soap opera. Yeah. You're like, what's that guy right there? He's at, yeah, like you said, he's actually acting. And uh, I forgot he was in that, but I remember the scene now because we've used it before on the show. So anyway, thank you for that. Was that all the major the major? Yeah, uh, the only two real big complaints. Okay. About the marital discord. So not too oh, bad. Yes. That was a fun one. Uh, but we move on to zombie comedies, and um, it's a good one because we're going to see one we've talked about before for a variety of reasons. It's a it's a special export. It is. And we'll, we'll hold on to that because it's not number five. What is number five is one that just made our dancing. It just made it our did. dancing top five. It did. A few weeks ago, and it's The Return of the Living Dead. They only come out at night. They're mean, rude. And dead. Not them. Them. There's a hundred of those things out there. How many did you say? A hundred? The dead are refusing to remain buried. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? We're going to call the boss. They've come back to life. They're hungry. And they're not vegetarians. The graveyard out there is full of people coming out of the ground. They're back from the grave and ready to party. Return of the Living Dead. You know what I love about that? The tagline, because according to a according to the book, The Complete History of the Return of the Living Dead, the guy who came up with that tagline, they're hungry and they're not vegetarians, was the creator of The Simpsons, Matt Groening. Nice. Isn't that great? That is great. Because <laughs> it's a great tagline. <laughs> the guy's smart. So prepare to be pissed is basically the theme that I'm about to, because there are like 100,000 zombie comedies. There are so many zombie comedies. And sometimes I'll do a fuzzy math and we'll have like maybe six on the list. But for the live ones, we try to keep it short. And so I didn't. So this took the spot of whatever it is you were hoping to see. <laughs> Dead alive, probably. Shush. So, and, and one of the main reasons is that it's really one of the first zombie comedies. There were very few before this. And it's also really pivotal in a lot of reasons because it's the first one where they openly eat brains. It's the first one where a zombie says the word brains. Um, and it's also co-written by the guy who produced The Night of the Living Dead, which is just a great pedigree. And, of course, it was directed by the guy who wrote Alien. Um, Dan O'Bannon. Dan O'Bannon. That's just first time I, I realized that. That just freaked me out. Yeah. It, it, it's crazy. He did Alien and Aliens and... That one segment in heavy metal, he's got quite the resume yeah. to, to think that he directed this. But it's great. It's really very funny. And one of the things I love about almost every horror film that came out in 1985 is there is inexplicably a group of punks, which is <laughs> awesome. And this one really has a great soundtrack to go with it as well. But also, it is funny. I mean, it's, a, it's not the kind of funny that you usually like. What are you saying? Well, you have, you're a highbrow. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> She got out of that, didn't she? Um, your your highbrow? <laughs> but it's funny. It's really funny. And, of course, it has the very memorable, speaking of Merkin, Linnea Quigley naked dancing scene. <laughs> just, just. Woo. She sure was naked. Just leg warmers and a Merkin. That's, That's all right. she's got on. <laughs> and that god-awful wig. That was the worst wig. Yeah, but, it's bad. 
Well, you know what else I love about this movie, uh, trivia-wise, is the German title of this movie translates into Damn It, The Zombies Are Coming, <laughs> which is great. And the Danish title translates into The Dead Don't Care. Oh. So both of those. I'm in. And I think they're both true. I mean, that's a, those are that's a realistic yeah, and, reaction, I think. And they kind of play up the comical uh, aspect of the movie. Yeah. But they're yeah, just funny titles. But it was one, you know, I mean, it's a, it's not a great film. It's a fun film. It's kind of a waste of time film. But it's just one of those, like, turning points, you know, because prior to Night of the Living Dead, most zombie movies were sort of this voodoo kind, right? And then and then uh, um, Romero turned it into flesh-eating zombies, right? Like, r- back from the dead, they turn you, you, they bite you, you turn into zombies. And then this was the next one that I think changed the trajectory of the zombie film, even though it's a much lighter film than something like White Zombie or Night of the Living Dead. But it's it's super fun. It has a great soundtrack, and it's it's quite enjoyable. And it's got punks. It's got punks. I uh, love punks. All right, so that's uh, number five from 1985, The Return of the Living Dead, taking the place of whatever your favorite was. And, uh, and number four from 2009, this one answers the question, why did it take so long for us to get zombie Nazis? And it's Dead Snow. super fun. I love this movie so much. And it's funny, it came out the same year as Cabin in the Woods, and they're both very similar. They're both really very funny, and they both just make fun of all the same Cabin in the Woods tropes. Um, but this one uh, is, I think, one of the things that make this makes this movie work so well is the snow, because there's a, there's one scene of, you know, sort of the old geezer, and he's camping in the snow. He's snow camping, which is just idiocy, really, regardless of who you are. <laughs> But it's this beautiful image of the side of the mountain and all the snow and this light from within, this white tent, and all of a sudden, just fucking blood everywhere. And blood really pops on snow. It pops, it yeah. It does. It pops. It's gorgeous. I love this, too. I'd be honest. I'm, I probably would have moved this up maybe a little higher on the countdown if it was just mine. But, but we all, it isn't. We all know it isn't. But um, it's a lot of fun. And the, the look of it, I love the look. And, you know, we're not gamers, but you, I can really tell from the from the look, especially of that first uh, Nazi zombie you see. It was inspired from Nazi zombies in Call of Duty. Any, any Call of Duty players? Is that, is that no? Anyone? Uh, but you can Come kind on, of, nerds! What's up? <laughs> you can kind of see that one. The first one that walks yep. out on the trailer has that look about him, which which is which is very cool. I, I like you. I love how the blood pops with the white snow and just how everything is done. I think this, this one is one definitely one of my favorites. Yeah, it's super fun and really funny. And um, it's not the first zombie. Uh, uh, Nazi zombie movie. I think the first one was called Zombie Lake, which is French. Oh, and I didn't know about that one. If you're interested, so there are a lot of underwater zombies and like the nakedest zombie. Sport. She's very naked. And then there's another one, which is terrible, called Shockwaves. It's so bad, but it's bad in a good way. But this is the best one, and it's the funniest one. It also has a really good uh, sequel, um, Red versus Dead. Yeah. Which is fun as well, but did not make this list. And this is actually uh, the, the Nazis. The Nazi zombies in, in this are a combination of a, a regular zombie uh, the pop culture zombies, and also an ancient Norse mythical being known as the Draug, or D-R-A-U-G. It's an undead being who would inhabit graves, often the graves of important men, as they often had treasures in them. Uh-huh. Which, which from what's what's the one you just saw with the folklore? 
Um, the movie the Demon. The Demon, yeah. yeah so we've Demon. seen some movies recently in the last few years. Dibbuk. Borgman was another one. Borgman. Kind of creepy that dealt with folklore. So this one brings uh, that aspect of it. Greasy in, in, Strangler. <laughs> Got to get off the Greasy I can't Strangler. Help it. Uh, I can't but, help it. But this one, yeah, a lot of fun. And I'd forgotten about Red versus Dead. That's fun, too. So that's uh, that's from 2009, Dead Snow, number four on our Nazi on our Nazi zombie list. Well, we can come up with that one time. We, we totally could. Maybe later, but uh, on our zombie <laughs> comedy list. Leading us up to number three, the one we're going to see here in just a few minutes from 2011, Juan of the Dead. <laughs> One of the dead. So once again, we got a group of slackers, and they face an army of zombies. And the Cuban government and media claim the living dead are dissidents revolting against the government. And it's it is Cuba's. It's still the Cuba's only zombie movie. It or is just the first one. It is Cuba's only zombie movie. All right. And it's hilarious. I mean, that we're not just showing it because it's Cuba's. It's really, really, really funny. Um, and it's so Cuban. Like, I love that they never they never say zombie. They just call them American dissidents or dissidents, capitalist dissidents or paid dissidents by the United States. They're, it's just hysterical. Even Juan and his friends, they, they never refer to them as zombies. Um, and then it's, and he's just such a great character because he's this, he just finds a way to make money off whatever is going on. And so that's, that's. We don't want to talk too much about the movie. He's no. giving me the evil eye. He's like, shut up. No, no, but not too much. We never want to talk too much about the one we're no. going to show in case you haven't seen it. But a little background, the, the director has, has said that the, the English-speaking character's unspoken plan was to steal the yacht Fidel Castro used to sail to Cuba from exile in Mexico and then use it to sail off the island. So that's kind of unspoken, but some nice background, even to know before you see the movie. Yeah, I think, I mean, everything about it is is fascinatingly rooted in Cuba. Um, and then there's also, uh, there's a great soundtrack, and toward the end there's some really great um, cartoonish, like, uh, comic book style animation that, that is just awesome. But uh, the the group of heroes in the movie, they're hysterical. Um, and I'm not going to say anything else about it. But All they, right. <laughs> they do funny, funny things. <laughs> and we'll see that in just a few minutes. One of the dead. Number three on our list, which uh, sounds a lot like the title for our number two movie from 2004, Shaun of the Dead. Although no one official is prepared to comment, religious groups are calling it Judgment Day. It is vital that you stay in your homes. Avoid all physical contact with the assailants. So, what's the plan? Bash him in the head, that seems to work out. Here they come! What we'll say about this, the same thing we say about all these, it's just so much fun. This movie is a blast. It really is. It's it's so clever. And Edgar Wright is actually a really brilliant director. The, you know, in ways that I think people don't necessarily immediately recognize. The way time passes, the way movement happens this is just a phenomenally well put together movie from the beginning to end yeah and just from when it came out everybody loved it i mean even george romero loved it quentin tarantino said it was one of the top 20 films made since 1992 and check this in back in 2011 uh the film was voted by bbc 
Radio, the second favorite, second favorite movie of all time. What was number one? The Shawshank Redemption. God, overrated. Everybody loves I that know, movie. I don't even understand Everybody it. just goes nuts for that movie. It's all right, but come on. Anyway, back to Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, again, it's part of that, what do they call it, the Cornetto Trilogy, right? The Ice Cream Trilogy. Right, with Hot Fuzz and World's End. Yeah. Um, but this is the best one because there are zombies in it. Yeah, exactly. And it's again, it's kind of slackers. Slackers tr- forced to you know save the day a little bit and uh, defend their turf. Well, to, you know, to, just to circle back to One of the Dead, one of the things that I loved about it, when I first saw it, I thought, that's a ballsy title because it immediately compares you not only to Shaun of the Dead, but to Dawn of the Dead, mm-hmm. both Dawns of the Dead even. And I thought, that's that's a pretty high bar to set, but both. Both of the zombie comedies in this list more than live up to it. I mean, they're hilarious. And the way Shaun of the Dead works, lovely odes. I mean, it's so um, affectionate for for zombie films, for George Romero in particular, but also just for, you know, kind of a slacker generation. It's just adorable. Well, and speaking of Romero, he was so impressed with the movie that he, he asked Simon Pegg uh, to be in Land of the Dead from 2005. Which was not nearly as good as Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> but that, I mean, that's pretty high praise. It is. He liked it so much, he wants you to be in the movie. He also wanted John Leguizamo to be in the movie, though, so. Well, then, there's that. But, uh, yeah, this one just, it kind of sets the stage for a lot of movies that came after. Even, maybe not horror comedies, but just certain comedies have that, at least to me, that Shaun of the Dead feel. Yeah, and actually, there were it, it sparked a big wave of British zombie comedies, Doghouse and um, Cockneys versus Zombies, which is really fun. I actually hate the movie Doghouse. I hate it. So I say that out loud because I know that I'm going to get a bunch of shit for it because a lot of the people who listen to this podcast Hot like take. that movie. Hot take. Um, <laughs> Cockneys versus Zombie I like, though. But, I mean, they're, you know, and, and then just a, a ton of um, British horror comedies. Uh, some of them are great, Need Forever. I mean, there is just something super fun about the style of comedy that they that the British filmmakers have brought to to um, horror. Yeah, and and that one's a lot of fun. Number two on our list, Shaun of the Dead, and really only one can can beat that. And of course, it's the great Zombieland from two thousand nine. Welcome to Zombieland. My mother always told me someday you'll be good at something. I mean, I don't think she could have guessed that that something would be zombie killing. What do you think? Zombie kill of the week? Whoa. You guys want some Purell? Yes. Yeah. Time to nut up or shut up. I had a big poster that said that hang in my office at my last job. And so you were employee of the month. <laughs> Routinely. I love I love this movie. And remember, it got us great extra points because when our son was a senior in high school, we got in charge of putting together some sort of, of all-night party where they played. Anyway, moral of the story is we showed this movie. And we, all we read the, the kids loved us. And, and first on the big screen, they got to play one of the shoot zombie video games on the big screen. And then we played this movie. And it was it was a big hit. Which actually, uh, the the uh, director, Ruben Fleischer, not only has he said that he was inspired to make this movie by Shaun of the Dead, the zombie kill of the week was left over from the script's origin as a TV pilot. So they kind of 
originally was worked in as a TV pilot, but then inspired to make it by by the movie we just talked about, Shaun of the Dead. But it works so well. I love it. Yeah. He's gone on to do nothing worth watching. The writers, however, yeah. right, they didn't do anything for a long time. Then they just did Deadpool, which is hilarious. Yeah. And and has a lot of the same super flippant, irreverent he- humor that but this know, movie does. I keep hearing that there's a Zombieland 2 yes, with everybody except Woody and, of course, Bill Murray. I don't know. We keep hearing that. If it's going to happen, I don't know. I don't know. Without without Woody Harrelson, I, this is really not a movie. I mean, all four of them are great, but but Tallahassee, is, he just he's one of my all time favorite heroes in any horror film. Yeah, it's so much fun, and it's it's a movie that was so 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 much of a hit at the box office. It's the second highest grossing movie in the U.S. that begins with the letter Z. Sec- <laughs> second only to Zootopia. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, that was a good one. Yeah, that's pretty good. Okay. But if, just watching that trailer. I'm just, trying to think of any other movie that starts with a Z. Well, it, it don't, because then it doesn't sound <laughs> as impressive. But just watching that trailer, I want to watch it again right now. It's so, I know. It's so cool. I know. Love it. It's super funny. And there's a, I mean, there's a giant flaw in the narrative, which is that for whatever reason, to hide from zombies, they decided to turn on all of the lights at an amusement park. That's the dumbest idea ever. And yet, it just leads to like the greatest action in the whole yeah. movie. When he's and hanging then, on that ride and just shooting the, yeah. the machine gun, that's yeah. great. Yeah, it's awesome. And then, but then also, it's very sort of emotional when he shuts himself in that kiosk, and you're like, "Oh my God, he's going to die for them!" But he doesn't because <laughs> he kills everybody. It's awesome. And you know what? It's I, so great. I have to correct myself. I, I got to check my notes here. Had that as far as Zombieland two, according to these notes, Woody Harrelson would be part of it. I'm in. So yeah, that changes everything. It totally does. Yeah, you just can't see it without him. No. So I don't see no Jesse Eisenberg can't carry a hole. <laughs> no. Think of that, that though. Since then, everybody, all the star power in this, they've all been nominated for Oscars. Yeah. Pretty much everyone. Yes. It works. It works so well. And uh, Zombieland, I think we're running out of time here. We've got to get the movie on. Zombieland from 2009 is our number one. We're going to see one of the dead here in just a few. And next week, we're going to talk about finally popular demand. We're going to talk about when animals attack. <sighs> That's next week. Speaking of animals, Matt Weiner in the house. Is he Yay! here? Yeah. Yes. All right. So uh, one of our yeah, one of our of contributing writers. Yeah. So you can read his stuff on MadWolf.com. Look him up. Yeah. Welcome. And by the way, this podcast will probably be ready on MadWolf.com probably by Monday. Yep. We hope so. And uh, we hope to see you back here in November, the second Wednesday of November, which I the ninth. Do we know what the movie's going to be? We do. What is it? May. May is going to be next month. Yay! Yeah. See that. Yay. That's good stuff. So It's uh, a lovely romance. We look forward to that. We look forward to when animals attack next week. And uh, hit Sorry. us up. <laughs> hit us up on Twitter, as always, the easiest way. We're at Mad Wolf, uh, M-A-D-D-W-O-L-F, Mad Wolf Columbus on Facebook. And uh, lots of ways to get a hold of us. Well, we got to get this movie rolling. We've got Juan of the Dead coming up in a few, right? That is correct. All right. So great crowd. Gateway, thank you so much as usual. And until next week. I'm Hope Madden. I'm George Wolf, And this is the Fright Club Podcast. Stay rival, my friends. (laughs) 